This show is sponsored by APCW Wrestling Academy. Learn wrestling from WWE Hall of Famer Robert Gibson. If you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler, contact them at 770-871-5417 or online at apcwdouglasville at gmail.com. Also, buy collar and elbow brand. Save 10% on your next purchase by using our discount code WPNRussell. That's WPNRussell at checkout and get a discount on great collar and elbow products. to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Podcast, and we found another one. In the early stages of the Women of Wrestling program, we got the physical phenom, musical Marvel Phantom, is with me on the show tonight. We're going to discuss her uh, brief tenure in the WOW promotion and other things, and of course why it ended and why she moved on, what she's been doing since then, what she was doing before then. So tune in and check this out, folks out there in podcast land. Lynette Thread Gold, aka Phantom. Hello. How Hello. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing wonderful now that you're here. You know, you're uh, well, good. gonna answer some questions for me and fill in some blanks. And that's that's always fun for me. Sure. Well good. I like to fill in blanks. <laughs> So well, you know, it, it it would behoove me to uh, at least give a little background on on who you are and what you do. So you know, I guess the easiest thing to do is before there was a wow. Clearly, you were doing some some other things going on. I'm going to assume that your musical aspirations took place preceding that program. So why don't we rewind the clock back a little bit and uh, tell me. What were you doing before uh, Women of Wrestling existed? Well, I was doing a lot of bodybuilding and entering shows. And so that was kind of the side gig that I was doing with my music. I had done, I was a, you know, I'm a violinist and I did all the things a normal violinist would do. But um, I got, I was, I 
wanted to do a little bit more, so I developed a show, and um, I had a band. I well, I I formulated a band around me and came out with when that's Red Gold, and it was a show, and we did um, festivals and concerts, and and we did a lot of corporate gigs, and I was having a lot of fun with that. But that's and because I was bodybuilding at the time, I was very fit in very good shape and um the i actually got um there was a big western conference and i was performing on that show and um my agent uh well an agent out of california actually came and saw me perform and saw me in the, and she said i want to be your agent i said oh okay <laughs> so we talked about it and she goes you know and we ended up it was a it was a very comfortable um relationship and then and that's pretty much how she found um the wow so um anyway that that's a a very brief um idea of what i was doing before the women of wrestling ever came into the picture <laughs> that that's the reader's digest version is that can we call it that that's the reader's digest because i can go into story upon story about my life as um, a performer. So I was, you know, I loved being on stage and I was performing on stage. And so when she called me, it was about two years later after she had, you know, I, we'd done little things here and there and not really doing much with her. I was doing my own thing. She just called me one day and said, how do you, how do you feel about wrestling? And I said, uh, I've never wrestled. I don't know anything about it. Uh, yeah, I have to confess, I didn't ever watch wrestling. I was not <laughs> a wrestling fan. I didn't really know hardly anything about it. And she she just said, well, um, they're looking for some more women. They had hired, you know, they had gotten a good group of women, but they still wanted more characters, and they still wanted uh, more people. And she just said, I want you to fly down there tomorrow and show them what you've got. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to take my violin. She, you know, I, I just thought, well, what do I wear? What do I, what do I do? And she goes, yeah, just wear something cute, sexy. I don't know what she said. I can't remember. But <laughs> well, so make well, sure you bring, make sure you, yeah, we'll make sure you, wear some cute your violin. <laughs> cute, sexy. No, I don't know what she said. I really don't. But I, did, I was in shorts and heels, and I looked good. Okay. <laughs> she told me to bring my violin, and I didn't know why. I was like, what? She goes, I don't know. They're looking for characters. I don't know what they're going to, you know, what they're going to look for or what. So that's how it all kind of started. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got down there, um, David McLean was in the, the ba- we were in the basement of the, of the LA Forum, you know, what, what used to be the LA Forum. And, and he said, the computers are all down. And so there were a group of women and some of them were dressed up in costume, and, and I, I don't know. I think I thought it was pretty funny watching all these women. <laughs> and I just had my violin, and I, I was, <clears throat> I was sitting there, and he just gave us a spill, and he said, "You know what? But the computers are down, so you have to come back Monday." And I yeah. just kind of thought, uh, "No, I'm not." <laughs> After the little meeting, he kind of told us what it's going to be about, what he's looking for, and if we were still interested, come back Monday. And so I just went up to him and I said, hey, you know, I just flew in from Salt Lake City and I need to show you what I've got right now. 
And the whole time I'm thinking, I have no idea what I'm going to do, but he goes, okay. And then he brought me into a room and I'm, I started getting out the violin and I said, okay, well, you know, I could be this, you know, character who plays the violin, loves the violin and doesn't know what she wants to be or, you know, just start, I just started talking and then I, then I just started playing and, and he just kind of, I just remember him starting to laugh and he just could not even believe what he was seeing. And he just said, come back Monday. You're starting to learn how to wrestle. Oh, my <laughs> so I was pretty that, much hired on the spot. <laughs> and, and simply because you were a violinist with a, with a yeah. amazing physical uh, presence. Right. I, Cause so. he, he could see the, the character I was and the, who I was. And I, I was a performer so, and that's what they're, that's what you're looking for in wrestling. You, you have to know how to perform. Absolutely. So that was, you know, and so it was kind of a, a, a big deal for me just physically having to figure out how to be in California four to five days a week. And, um, okay, it, it's so, been a lot of stress. So, I've had, so let's, yeah. let's, let's cut it Cut you right there. Now, five days a week, this this is the, the training period, I'm assuming. I, I want to give context yes. to what you're talking about. Yes. So you you never moved to L.A. You you commuted no. the, the uh, entirety of your run on, on the show and yes. preceding the show. Now, how did that work? Yes. Well, <clears throat> I, um, <laughs> I had two young girls at um, – nine and 12 they were nine and 12 years old at the time and my husband he was a successful um professional speaker and an economist and he was he did very well and um we had a lot of frequent flyer miles and we had this and so i thought okay well let's just let's just start and let's just see where it goes because okay. once again i had to train to be a wrestler you know <laughs> they weren't yeah. gonna put me on the tv spots if i didn't know what i was doing or i couldn't figured out or whatever i don't know because i had never wrestled before but well i I, um, would, I would be i would say it's a safe bet that 90 percent <laughs> of the girls that were there and and that's going to sound horrible so let me let me rephrase that yes it's safe <laughs> that, that most of them were not wrestlers preceding that show but i i say that with you know respect i'm not yes i'm not knocking anybody but i don't know absolutely there were only two <laughs> professional there were only two wrestlers that yeah. actually and they were our trainers, and they um, and they thug. did come in. Selena and, and Thug, or Peggy Lee Leather, which, and, and, whichever name you prefer. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, yes and they, and they were very wonderful friends, and um, they taught us, and they were very good teachers, and they um, they taught us to wrestle, and we had boy, I <laughs> well, I don't know, I, I you got to keep me on track of how you want to. Go through this story because well, I mean, there's well, so many stories that pop I, up. And... and I want you to give me the stories. I want you. You sound like you have a plethora of stuff. So you know, I, I'm <laughs> going to try to rope you in every every once in a while when I can do it. But you know, <laughs> and you know what? Before we go into the trainer, let, let's rewind it back a little bit because I, I do. I, I want to give context to your skill set. Uh, before you walked in there. Now, we've already established that you're a violinist. We already established that you were a bodybuilder and a performer uh, before you even stepped foot in the wild. Now, why? Well, 
First, how long had you been playing the violin? At what point did you begin that? And at what point did you begin bodybuilding? Because those are two kind of diametrically opposed. Um, that's right. <laughs> kind of things. So why and how? I mean, that that's a fascinating mix. Right. Well, um, I started playing the violin actually kind of late, relatively speaking, because most kids now they start four or five and, you know, and, but I started nine. I was nine. I was, it was in the summer of, uh, third, after third grade. So right before fourth grade. And it was just in the school system. And I, and then I, in elementary school, that's all I did was just um, played with the school systems. And I didn't start private lessons until I went into junior high. So I was kind of late in that sense starting, but I just fell in love with the violin and I would practice all the time. And my mom had, my parents had no problem whatsoever getting me to practice. I mean, I loved it. Of course, I was one of 10 children. And so, um, and second oldest. And so I got out of a lot of um, chores and things because I just went down and practice. And of course, what parent doesn't want your child to practice? <laughs> they just let me get out of chores and things. So I, I loved it. But um, yeah, I just took to the violin. And and by the time I was 15, I was actually, um, I had some, I was, I was already a professional because I was, I was playing gigs and, and doing string quartets and playing in different theaters and um yeah so i was really surprised that you know i had a lot of opportunities that i took and i learned and um by the time i was 18 i was really kind of supporting myself um playing the violin so i was kind of a a go-getter and a hard worker because that's what i was taught being one of 10 kids and (laughs) you just kind of had to had to learn and um so yeah, that's how the violin started, and um, and then I, you know, I went through school, in and out of different universities, and finally graduated. <laughs> I was not the I hated school because I was I was playing so much, and I kept saying, "Why do I need school? Why do I need school?" <laughs> so I did a lot of performing and you know playing in the symphonies and and doing string quartets and weddings and just basic you know what violinists do and got really established in in the in the violin in the music world in Utah and was very well known and um but I always felt like something was missing and anyway I did I I my husband we got married it was in well, I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know if you know how old I am. <laughs> I was the oldest woman in WOW by a long way. I mean, like by almost 10 years, the old, you know, next to me, and then probably about 20 years difference in, you know, so I was quite a bit older than, than all these women. <laughs> well, uh, well, I'm not going to, it's not proper to <laughs> sit and try to guess anyone's age, however, uh, let, let me let me just again, you know, we we have to put context to to the thing because you know I was a little bit uh, amazed when I spoke with Natalie Echo. I, I, I you know I keep forgetting how to pronounce her name, but the world would know her as Roxy Powers, and yes. that she walked into Wow in her thirties because the the assumption 
is primarily that most of those girls that were there were were in their twenties. Yeah, there you go. Exactly, early, and early twenties at that. Yeah. You know, we're figuring. Yeah. and there were twenty-two. <clears throat> that's right. Uh, so, and there were a couple of us that were older, but I was um, actually I don't know how old um, Piggy was. Um, she might have been close to my age, but um, I had um, I, I was just very focused going into Wow. Well, anyway, we're 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 getting off track. We're stay, we're we're getting into my bodybuilding now. <laughs> yes, we're getting into the bodybuilding because <laughs> again, this is uh, this so, is a diametrically opposed. Set of skills, yes. violinists, and then somehow yeah. he decided, "Hey, let's let's start working out and sculpt my right. body." So, so what, yeah. What did well, I always loved. Out? Yeah, no, I always loved um, working out, and um, I used to go into, I, you know, when I started dating different guys. Uh, there was a guy that used to go into the gym, <clears throat> and so I and when and I'd go in with him and started, you know, lifting weights and. I mean, that, this is when no girls did it. Nobody did it. I mean, it was just the men. And I loved it. I just, I thought it was, I just, I loved the way it made me feel. It And it kept my, because um, being a violinist, it can get really tedious and crazy. And it kept me, the gym helped me just relax and get everything out and all the aggression and everything that I couldn't do in a practice room so it was it was actually two um opposite um worlds but in reality they really fit together it it was just it was just people thought it was crazy but and everyone thought it was all my musician friends thought it was just a fad i was going through but no it became a love and i and so i started um you know, lifting weights, and I mean, at first I'd go into the gym, and I was just doing aerobics like everyone else, and you know, dancing and you know, doing cardio. But I would just go into the weight room and and start lifting, and then I would ask questions. I never had a trainer ever. I would just start asking every anybody that I thought looked good <laughs> what they were doing, wow. and people like to ask questions. I mean, ask, you know, they like to feel. That makes it feel good when somebody asks them questions <laughs> about what's going on, and and that's how I learned. And then I I kind of had a knack for it. I could have this um, sixth sense to see what was happening to your body and how you needed to, you know, it was all about great form. And I just kind of naturally just I had a good knack for it. And and then somebody came up to me once and said, I think you should enter a bodybuilding show. And I went, what? <laughs> and so, and she was a good friend. And then, well, she became a really good friend and she helped me with my first bodybuilding show. And then once again, I, I fell in love with the stage and posing and being all focused in and really, you know, sculpting your body. And so that's how I fell into that. And I did that for, um, quite a few years and um i was in the middle of that when i did my show when my when um jackie stander um at standards actually saw me at the western arts um festival and she wanted to be my agent and that's kind of where wow where wow she got me into wow but um 
So that's how it all yeah, works around. So, yeah, it kind of went around like that. And um, in the meantime, you know, I had my two girls. I, when I got married, I my husband had four kids. So I had an immediate family. I had four stepchildren and two, you know, and then we had two daughters of our own. So um, what was pretty kind of hilarious is that I had we had our first grandchild the year that I was in wow <laughs> so they ended up calling I mean they my, my nickname for my grandkids was um, grandma muscles so and it stuck so they still call me grandma muscles <laughs> okay. so, so now I have to ask how, how many of the girls were aware that you were a grandmother at that point um, I think most of them were, I mean, the ones that I got, you know, pretty much close to because, you know, it was unusual and, and they knew I was the only one going back and forth. There was one other one going to um, Las, Las, um, Las Vegas. She was flying back from Las Vegas. Okay. Back and forth. And she was, um, but she was in her early 20s. And, but I was, so I was so focused in in going out there and I had a job to do and I because I was leaving my family to do this and and I was trying to make both worlds work and it, it was tough it was tough for it was hard, hard on my family so very hard and I can only imagine that that does come into play uh, a little bit later on in the in the timeline of why we'll, we'll get to that in a moment but I mean just hearing that yeah uh, like I, I, I have two kids. And I can't imagine, you know, doing that. Like, okay, I gotta go. I'm, I'm flying to go to work, and I'll fly back, and I'll fly. You know, that that just seems like yeah, a, a, quite the hassle, <laughs> actually. You know, uh, yeah. But it was, and you know, it put a strain on on my marriage. Um, we, I wanted to move there because I was thinking, you know what? If we move, if I move there, things will get better and we can but he did not want to move to California he would he would not I mean he had lived in LA um a few years you know before like 14 years earlier and he just swore he'd never go back there so it was really hard because I wanted to move there but he didn't and so you know we just kept making yeah so we just kept making it work and then of course he was also kind of a I mean, he was very supportive of my career, but in his terms, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it, it put a strain. Well, um, uh, yes, we we lasted through it all, and um, very good. And unfortunately, I I mean, I we were married for thirty two years, but he he died last year. He oh. he had a no. I mean, so it's a kind of a it, it's a very sad situation that I had to go in. You know, was part of the last six years of my life, you know, I've been without him for a year, but um, five years previous to that, I was, I took care of him full time because he had a, a brain disorder and that it just came out of nowhere. And so, you know, and that's a whole other side of and part of my life, but that I'm slowly right now, I'm, I'm pretty much getting my life back to me again, which because it hadn't been for so many, you know, a long time. 
I, I can imagine. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing to, you know, have to go through uh, becoming basically a nurse. You know, that's a, a quick story. I guess, right. know, my, my father-in-law uh, in the last years of his life was pretty much bedridden. And I, I yeah. saw his wife do all sorts of things. I mean, things that his children didn't do at the time, clean and right. bathe and feed. So, yeah, I mean, it, having witnessed it firsthand, being in this house with them for, you know, during the duration of that, yes. Uh, so hats off to anybody, yourself, her, Gwen's name, and anybody else that's out there that, that's doing that. If you know somebody that, that has to go through yes. that kind of work, it, believe me, it, it is not an easy thing. You, you need to cut them some slack if they're, if not, if they're not doing the things that you want them to do right now because that, that's a 24-hour gig. It, it doesn't stop. No, it, it is. It, it changed my whole outlook on on any, any type of um, caregiving and what people are going through with, you know, taking care of somebody and especially when they're doing it 24-7. And it was just a, it was a big eye-opener and it was, such a shock because it's it was it was so it was, you know it had to do with the brain so you know he went crazy and it was just I was dealing with a man that I I never knew you know because he didn't exist anymore and so but he took care of me and supported me all these years and there's no way I was going to leave him and it was I wanted to take care of him to the very end and and I'm very glad I did and I will never regret those years of of being with him and taking care of him because it it was worth every moment that I had with him and I did I stopped everything I literally did I I didn't I mean I barely took care of myself <laughs> you know got to the gym occasionally did you know played occasionally just to keep things up but I really didn't do much of anything but take care of him so and, and like I said, that's that's understandable, at least in my eyes, because like I I have seen it, not you know, not the same ailment, but you know, bedridden is bedridden, and yeah. you know, and unable to take care of yourself is unable to take care of yourself, and and it, and it is right. a, a nonstop process. So uh, my my heart's to you. I, I get it. Not not yeah. to be a downer for people that's out there listening. I know you tuned in to hear other stuff. I know, but you know sometimes yeah. sometimes life yeah. comes in and you got to talk about that too. Okay, come on, Mr. Green gives you the, the right. best that I can give you. So you know, with right. now I'm figuring my life back, and you know, I it's all it's now I'm totally by myself, which you know it's great. I mean, I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. My kids are all grown. And um, I now have, guess how many grandkids? Uh, let's see. I will have my... <laughs> Am I taking a guess? I mean, let's, are we including stepchildren? You had two children and you own yeah. four, yeah. four two stepchildren. Children. And so there's six children, yep. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to say somewhere between eight and ten. How much leeway do I get? <laughs> well, you're a little off. I'm Add a little off. eight and ten together. Add oh. eight and ten, and then you're then you're right on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm ha- we're having our eighteenth grandchild this um, in two weeks. So my baby, our baby, is having her first child. <clears throat> we're all excited, wow. but um, 
Yeah, 18. And you know what? They're all my grandkids, and they all call me Grandma Muscle. <laughs> well, well, and know, they love to that, show that, me off. <laughs> I bet they do. You know, I was going to say, seeing that you have uh, this Grandma Muscles thing going on, I, you know, I may have to try to talk you back into the ring at some point, but we'll, but we'll get into that. We'll, we'll go, to, <laughs> go into that a little bit later on, you know, <clears throat> because we have ground to cover as, as it relates to that. You know, yeah. Especially considering, you know, you you look amazing as uh, as the fan. But, you know, I must say, you know, that that whole well, period you. of of bodybuilding. I mean, it, it, that was it was probably one of the more uh, how, can, how what's a nice way to put it? physically gifted individuals that I saw on that roster. <laughs> can, can we well, that? it was so fun. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it was. Uh, let, let's go with some of the processes leading into that. So, you know, you traveled there, you, you, you talked about the, the commute, <laughs> going from basically from state to state just, just to do the job. Um, but you landed, you were signed on the spot, essentially. Uh, one of the things I, that I have found when I've talked to some of the your your colleagues in the wild is that there were some people who were there who... I guess went through the audition process and came real close, but for whatever reason, one for I don't know, so one reason or another, they just did not make it. I mean, some who got to the point where they had names assigned and costumes right. and the whole shebang. Uh, is is that something that you recall? Do you do you remember any individuals that were there? Like, oh man, she, you know, so and so. I mean, the only person I can think of off the top of my head is Koala Kate. Who was there, but she just never like appeared on television. Right, and then there's well, um, there was also Athena. Do you remember Athena? I don't think her matches ever got on TV, but no, she I, was. A, do you remember Athena? Athena, no. I mean, I know a yeah. wrestler named Athena, but not inside a WOW. <laughs> so, so, no, I, I have. Yeah, no she was. I'm pretty sure it was Athena, but she was. She was a, I mean, she was a, a the other bodybuilder, but she was a huge bodybuilder. I mean, she was huge. Oh. And in fact, the, we were the next match that I was going to do um, uh, was going to be with her. We were we were already going to, um, you know, compete. And you but getting your your uh, we were we were we were always yeah. And and then um, she ended up they wouldn't put her on. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, like I said, it's, it's their, their ability to, to handle the ring, their ability to be a performer. And, um, so it's, there's, some people aren't just don't, they just don't have it. It is a, it's kind of a unique thing. I, I think, you know, now that I watch wrestling, um, you know, a little bit more now. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I, I appreciate a, a lot of, of, you know, because I've, I've been a part of it. And I'm also watching that um, series on Netflix, Netflix called Glow. Oh, yes. Because I love it because it's all the, the beginnings of before when WOW was um, before WOW, you know, <laughs> when they started it with Glow. And I think they have a second season coming up, and I'm going to give a quick plug for me and the Women's Pro Network. I have a full review 
for Glow and this series on the YouTube channel, available to listen to right now if you are, are curious about the Glow series and how it kind of works out and whether it's good, funny, indifferent or not, you can go on there and you can uh, listen to that in its entirety. All right, so, you know, I just have to quit to get that quick plug in for... Uh, good. <laughs> I, I think it I think it was done well. <laughs> well, well, you know. Well, you, but we, yeah, I like it. You opened it up for me, so that, that half of put, <laughs> put that across. But, you know, here's the thing. When you, when you talk about that, the, the interesting thing that I hear in there is that you have people who were essentially signed but they were signed not knowing whether they could do the job now of course i know you don't really know that until you start doing it but it seems kind of a weird process like hey you're hired and let's get you that the outfits and all that (laughs) stuff and we're gonna give you the name and this that and the other and then we'll see if you can wrestle wouldn't the wrestling portion come first and then we'll see if we can get the outfits and then all the the accessories right well it was a we all knew i mean there none of us not one person had a job secured the job secured it was all um not until it was it was all very you know we had contracts the process of signing the contracts took the whole summer and I, i do remember that and my contract was a little differently, and I know I got into a little bit of a <clears throat> war with um, David McLean. <laughs> I mean, not war, but he he wanted something, and I didn't. <laughs> and I was really kind of, I did not want to fake my violin. <laughs> I wanted to play it live, and oh. he just Now, why was, did he want to fake no. it? Was he well, because he was worried. He was worried about my violin and all the, you know, how can I keep it safe, and and I, you know, I was, oh, we can put that all part of the show. And, and I think eventually, you know, if it, I had continued on, we could have made more of it about, you know, the violin, about the show. But I, um, and I wanted to write my own opening. I didn't, you know, I didn't want just, I mean, yes, they would have made it a different look, but it was me and I was performing and I wanted to, I think I did a pretty dang good job of the opening and I think he, he liked it, but it wasn't what he had in mind for me. And I think I learned a few things (laughs) that you don't, you know, you have to kind of go with the flow here and I'm kind of a, this is what I want and this is why I want it. (laughs) I kind of know what I want and, and, uh, well, I kind of probably went up against management a little bit too much. <laughs> well, that happens. That happens all the time in, in wrestling. And, and largely, and, and let's not just put it on wrestling, I'll, I'll say in the entertainment world. But in the, yeah. in the wrestling deal, you have your ideas where it's like, hey, you know, this is what I think I should be doing, whereas management may perceive it a little bit differently. And Right, right. And in this case, it sounds as if, hey, look, I'm talented enough to where to play, where I can play the violin. I want to play my own, and he's looking at it from, I'm assuming, the television aspect of it. Of I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I would rather just play some violin music yeah. and you just fake it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or just make it all about not even me playing, just music, and make it all, you know. But 
I don't know. It was all, I mean, my whole thing was, I mean, I'm a, I'm a violinist and, and, um, and the whole, is she a violin? I know that the announcers and they would, they would always say, is she a violinist? Is she a wrestler? She's got to make a decision. I mean, the whole thing that they would say, you know, it's like, yeah, I was like this confused person. And it was, it was a great, um, thing, but, um, I did get, <clears throat> I did, I was able to um, have ownership of that, of my opening, because I didn't want him to take ownership of it, and okay. of, of my of my music, and that was the biggest deal about my contract. Uh. So, he, so he eventually, um, you know, and, and, and it gave in, not gave in, but we came to an agreement, and everything worked out fine that way, um, and I showed him how I was going to protect my violin. I think that was the big thing. He says, I'm not having, you know, something happen to your violin. So I had a nice case made for it. And, you know, I, and somebody actually was in charge of that. And it was so no one could touch it. But, and it was, and it was a big deal. <laughs> the way it was, it was taken care of and handled and, and, you know, so. And you could, I can even, I do remember even my first match when I, I still remember it was like they weren't giving me my case, and I'm like, you know, snapping my fingers. I still remember that. I'm snapping my fingers like, get that case over here now. You know, <laughs> and, you know, I could have played a little bit more into it, but you know, I was so worried about my violin because uh, it was a very expensive violin. It wasn't just a toy. <laughs> I mean, I, I it was can not. <laughs> Uh, now, now I'm not as versed on the uh, the expense of violin, but I know musical instruments in general, when they are quality yeah. instruments, are not cheap. Yeah, yeah, so. no, it it and that's and and I have to say that he was very concerned about that, and and that was a lot of our argument, you know. And I I just said, please, I will take care of it. I will hold. I actually said that they weren't responsible for my violin at all. I mean. You know, and that's what gave him. I signed away a a, a waiver. Promise. Yeah, oh. and and so I, you know, and that was the the only way I was able to play my violin live. And I'm I'm glad I did, and because I had guys take care of it, and they they took care of it, and you know, it was it was a very protected instrument <laughs> on that in that ring. I mean, you know. Because it never was in the ring unless I had. Well, and um, I actually played. And it never got televised, which was I don't know why, but well, it was because it wasn't part of his idea. Um, but I played after I I I won, you know, and I would play the violin, you know. So that, on that top of them, and wasn't televised. You, know, you know, yeah. So, but that was fun. Um, anyway, yeah. Well, so so, it sounds like you had a, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say creative control, but creative input. But uh, I, yes. I guess I, I should. I had a little I, bit of creative input. I should <clears> note <throat> that I've, I want to say of the wild women that I have interviewed, you may be the second that didn't enter this thing as an active actress <laughs> that that came across right. the ad or something like that like, like right. you, you were told without having to seek it out 
and yes, just like the no, I knew nothing guy. about it. <laughs> I, well, that's yeah. interesting. Well, at least to me, because m- most often when I when I talk to you know, I, I usually get a similar story. Like I was in L.A. and I you know I, I was reading the the acting backpack. I forget the name of the magazine, and the the ad was there. I was like, all right, hey, here I go, and. Right. I started doing wrestling from there, and then it was all, you know, <clears throat> uphill from that point out. Uh, but your your yeah. story is a little different, and it, that's a, a, a big testament to you that, well, A, you, you had the stature for it that walked you into that place, and, and hey, you hired. <laughs> Almost with <laughs> no questions asked. I'm like, oh, all right, that's, what a, that's a big perk. Yeah, that was that was fun. That's a fun story to say. When I did, I to, I tell that story a lot when I do performances on stage. And I actually um, have I tried to find my cape, my you know the cape, the, the and because I don't know where the phantom cape. Yeah, and I have no idea where it is. And I actually emailed um, David McLean, said, "Where is that? Where is that cape?" Because I want to buy it, I want to have access to it. I want that cape, you know, because it's probably just buried somewhere. And I want my cape because I I use it in. I have another purple cape that I I wear for when I do shows, and and I and I produce, you know, I do this big um, phantom <clears throat> show. I mean, you know, where I'm playing my entrance and I come out in this big. Pr- purple cape and you know i have fun with it with um on, on my violin shows and my <clears throat> so but i always say that i really want to get a hold of that you know my real cape because it had a big p on the back and i loved it and it was you know it was perfect the way it you know i got to play in it and it, it flowed with my arm and so <laughs> Did he respond? Did anyone he... out there that know where that is i want it oh <laughs> But here's the more important thing. Do you actually still have the outfit? Do you, do you have the no, we, gear? No, I don't know because we didn't own it. Ah. It was part of the wow. When, so when, when we were not part what? of it. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I hear Russell just some manage to acquire things even if they don't own it. Yeah. I'm saying. I know some yeah. are like, hey, I got this championship belt. I'm like, that didn't that belong to yeah. the company? Yeah, so you know, you know, if I had if I had been in it um, longer, I'm sure I would have acquired more. <laughs> um, you know, had things, but like my wrestling shoes, I mean, they were fit exactly to my foot. To yeah. me, I mean, it's like yeah, so why, no one so else. Why do they need them? Keep them? <laughs> what are they going to do with it? Yeah, exactly. And okay. my outfit was exactly for me, so. Other than put it in a crate uh, or something, they they probably not thinking about that. Yeah, I'd love to. I did. I mean, I did try to get <clears throat> a lot of that stuff just a few years ago, and and he was nice and just sent me you know messages. He has no idea where anything is, and you know. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry anyway. to hear that, but you know, I, just one little side note. I, I never heard them referred to as the character as the Phantom. It was just Phantom. Is there any particular reason behind that? Just, uh, are they trying to separate you what? from the Phantom of the Opera or something? Like, every time I've heard the commentary, it's like, Phantom. They, they Phantom. never put the yes. in front of it. 
Well, oh, there's a very, very good reason. What, what it was, was that? Um, it's copyright. I mean, the Phantom is is copyrighted, but Phantom they could use Phantom, but they couldn't use the Phantom. Okay, now, now we talk, and, <laughs> and, and, and I thought yeah. it had to be something like that. It's like, and I don't know why I noticed it in particular this time when I was going back to do the research. So I was like, they had never said the or the or any variation of it. Was yeah, it, was, it was Phantom. Yeah. Was it to avoid the you know the copyright on the Phantom of the Opera or the Phantom the yeah. comic book series or something like that? A lot of them. I mean. Yeah, the Phantom of the Opera. I'm not sure how they, the the Phantom, either one of those got away with using the same name, you know. But it was they couldn't use it. It had to be, you know, something totally, you know, it was Phantom. So as long as there wasn't a the in front of it, they were fine. Well, now the so, only only explanation that I would be able to come up with off the top of my head is that I, I would, I'm going to assume that okay, let's avoid it because that's another live. Uh, event type deal opposed to the print magazine and cart and comic. And I think the licensing and the copyright issues just, just vary from one medium to the next. So because I know that right. that the Phantom, the the comic book, and the cartoon and the movie has existed for a long time, and they, you know, right. <laughs> who's who's going to give them any crap about it at this point? I mean, there's only been probably right. a hundred years worth of print at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's true. But <clears throat> that's what I know about Phantom. Ah, see, see I'm glad I brought that I up. I like too. to think, I, yeah, and I like to think that I helped create that because of my how I got the job. I was literally talking to him just off the top of my head. Like, I had no idea what I was saying. I mean, I just remember sitting there and talking and playing the violin and having him just laugh and think that it was, you are hired, this is the best thing. Because I was talking about bodybuilding and playing and, you know, so now, who, wrestling. Who introduced the name? Now, you, you gave basically the premise of what the character would be, but who said, right. hey, you know what, we're going to name you Phantom. Oh, that's, what, who said uh, that? it was. Um, it was David. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, he he came up with that name, and <clears throat> you know wrote up the character about it. But I have to say, I'm sorry. I I wrote the character. <laughs> no, what are you sorry about? That <laughs> oh, was a good idea. <laughs> you, you oh, I know, but sorry about that. You know, Take credit. I just think it's funny when he he came down. And he says, "Oh, look, I've come up with this great idea," and he wrote, writes it out. And I said, "Yeah." I know. Thanks. I did. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't ever say that to him, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. Now you can look. I'm gonna send yeah. this this interview over to Dave McLean and say, "Listen to this in full," so <laughs> so he can so he can hear it from your lips, and not, not him directly, but he can get the indirect voice of you saying that. I yeah, I know. Yep. Well, I have to say, David McLean, he did he he did a nice thing for me when because I was paying for my own during the 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 uh, trips back and forth during the summer months. Mm -hmm. I was paying for my own flights, and I was staying I was staying with my um, 
my agent, um, and, you know, because she had a room, and so I was renting a room from her. So, you know, and I rented a car every week. I mean, I had this set <laughs> schedule. <laughs> everyone knew me in the airports. Everyone knew me at the at the Alamo. <laughs> but he, he finally, uh, right before the matches were about to start, he came to me and he says, I want to know all your expenses and I'm going to, I'm going to pay you for them. I'm going to, you know, give you a check. And so he did. I just let him know what they were and he just handed me a check for all the expenses, back expenses. Well, that's I thought great. that was awesome. That is yeah. awesome because, you know, as you're saying nice. that, my next question was going to be like, all of that sounds like you couldn't have possibly made any money while you were on this show. It's like that, that sounds like you would have no. made yourself into the hole. Like I was yep, renting the car, exactly. I was in the room, I was traveling back and, and I, forth. It's like that sounds like you're working <clears> in the red. <laughs> you know. That, yeah. No. And I was. I was because I wasn't still wasn't under contract yet. Mm-hmm. I didn't. You know, because we were still. Who knows who got to sign the contract and who got to do all that? But um, until I signed the contract. I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't, they weren't paying for anything. So, but that was, so it was a nice um, gesture. And um, I just wanted to do it because it was just a way for me to get more exposure. And I was thinking more of my violin than anything. But, um, you know, my performance aspect of who I was. and, And I thought, no, it's worth it. And so when he paid that, those expenses, that was very nice. Very, a very nice thing that he did for me. So. It was. Those are really great stories. But before we go into further, thanks for listening to the Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling podcast. And if you like what you're hearing and you're a pro wrestling fan, then support us and your favorite pro wrestlers by buying your Colin Elbow brand shirts available at colinelbowbrand.com. They've got a huge selection of shirts and branded clothing to suit your taste. Go to the Colin Elbow brand store on the website and check out the No Count Out, No DQ shirt. Or the iconic shirt, which is the famous font of the Pro Wrestling Magazine. Maybe you're a fan of a particular Chicago-based former wrestler slash MMA fighter. Then you want the Wendy shirt. Or how about the great designs on the Colin Elbow brand established and metal shirts? Or, if you really want some cool designs, check out the Signature Series. The Good Brothers Dojo, Simon's Gym, Planet of the Capes, and the Crown Jewel Chase Owens shirts are all available right now at ColinElbowBrand.com. Make sure you use our code WPNRussell and save yourself 10% on your purchase. That's 10% off of your purchase by using our promo code WPNRussell and you'll support us in the process. Head over to the site, throw our code in at checkout, and make sure you support everybody that's in this wrestling game let's check out code wpn russell wpn russell so, so now uh let's address some of the uh the timeline here because you talked about going there through the summer months but if i'm not mistaken and i, and I could be wrong so please you know interject if, if yeah. i am off uh-huh. at any point so I'm assuming the summer months were basically, okay, here's the start of it, and here's the training. We're going to go through this amount before we actually begin to air. Uh, and I have gotten some other uh, recounts of that or something similar to it. it right. But, but the actual show began in the yeah. fall, correct? Right. Okay. Correct. So, so, yeah, I, and we, yeah, we would, 
we would do um, the the matches. We'd actually do three different shows at at one time. Okay. So we were we would record. So it all happened pretty fast in the fall, and then they were thinking that they would get up, go to the MGM Grand, and you know I thought I kind of lost track of everything that happened after I left, but. Um, you know. Sure, but, but you know, it's, I can't expect it to keep up with that once once you're out of the, <laughs> the loop of it. And, and, you know, for those that's yeah. listening, because I, I know that when WoW kind of uh, resurfaced, they started plugging uh, old videos on the YouTube, on their YouTube channel. And, right. Uh, mm-hmm. One of those was a video of, of Phantom, so... Um, and I know it's, it's, it's kind of been put back out there, uh, your character yeah. and, and oh. several other ones. But, you know, I, I certainly cannot expect, like, if, if I was to leave that job, if I was working there, I was like, all right, yeah, w- once I'm gone, uh, my my ability to keep up with it would probably wane a little bit. So, yeah, I can I can certainly understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the episodes that I did see you on, the set seems a little rudimentary. It, it, it seems like now was this a pilot episode that you were part of that just got to air, or what, were they just not finished with what they were doing? Um, well, they, they, it wasn't considered um, pilot, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, we were the first. Um, well, I guess it could be pilot. I don't even know. I don't even know really what happened um, to the show because I I thought it just kind of um, you know kind of fell apart for a while and then I think when it it took over again with and you know Dave was not a part of it anymore he, that it was revamped and whatever has done whatever happened to it was really not the original Wow does that make sense? But that's my understanding of it. <laughs> um, now, well, I guess, okay. Well, which which timeline of WoW are we talking about? Because um, I, I could try to fill in some of that, and, and I'm going to do this based off of the interviews that I had, and I, you know, right. I, I've tried to piece some of it together. But as far as I've seen thus far, WoW has come on and gone off, and come on and gone off at least two to three times. And okay. It, it okay. Was, then that yeah, that's what I. That's what I've known of, of of it. I when it went off, it was just it was like in March of that of two thousand one. Yes, I think that that was yeah, that was, was about it. And uh, yeah, based on the the timeline that I that I had, uh, and and just piecing together what you just said, like okay, you you guys were at least while you were there, you you shooting three episodes per taping right right so by by my count they i'm sorry but yeah by my count they they went the 22 episodes they went into the pay-per-view but the final two episodes that aired after the pay-per-view were shot before the pay-per-view took place so yeah the pay-per-view itself was was the last event that happened, even though I think they did some fill-in material. They, they would have had to, considering what was in it 
what was in the show. I think they did some filler material for stuff for matches that were already shot. But that was, that, that seemed mm-hmm. to be the way it went. Then it kind of faded out, and then it came back some ten years later, which was well, fifteen, I think, which was amazing. But and then yeah. then it disappeared again, and it came back. I was like, holy crap! Anyway, that's... well, no, I I still have um, people um, contacting me through my website and trying to get a hold of me and. You know, you know, and or I'll see little things of a doll that somebody's made a doll with the, with Phantom, and I mean, I I I love it because it's kind of you know makes me smile, but um, because I was really only in it for such a short time, yes. so <clears throat> you know, but yet that's the biggest thing. I think about everything I've done in my life that I've. It's been you know a lot of years, all the years that I put into my violin, and, and a lot more into you know, and also more into bodybuilding that I did into wrestling, and yet the wrestling experience is still gets the most you know p- you know TV you know when pe- people on the TV if I'm interviewing for a show or something, and they find out that I was a wrestler, then they just go wild, and then and then and of course I've had other people come up to me and say. No, you weren't. You weren't that violinist that was a wrestler, were you? <laughs> so it kind of. I, I just get a kick out of it that that is still in people's mind. I mean, people still remember. So yeah. it's kind of fun. <laughs> it, it does. It, it makes a, a great impression. I mean, let, let's you know. And I, I certainly would not disparage any other medium or, or or platform of performance that you know you or anyone else has been on, uh, but. There's a stark difference between you know performing as a bodybuilder opposed to performing as a as a wrestler, if for no other reason oh, yeah. than the wrestling aspect of it does allow you uh, the opportunity to be a broader character. If that that makes sense, right? You know. Oh, absolutely. No, um, bodybuilding just doesn't have the stage that wrestling has. You know, yeah, the, <clears throat> you know, the they, national stage. And they've but, tried, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. You know. They just don't. And, you know, there's reasons. And <laughs> I mean, I did bodybuilding, and of course it was all natural. I, I never took steroids. I never was into that. And, um, and I did it because I loved it. And I, I think that the bodybuilding, well, I think that was part of the reason I was, one, you know, part of the wow because of the bodybuilding and the violin and, you know, so, and I still am, I still lift. I still, <clears throat> actually, I'm, I'm doing that a lot more. <laughs> so I'm doing a lot more performing this year, trying to get my show back together, trying to, um, <clears throat> you know, really get my, body back to where it was even though i'm exactly the same weight that i was when i was phantom right now (laughs) but uh uh-huh but it's not quite this i mean i'm not as i don't think i'm as lean or uh, you know it's i still look like phantom but i'm not all ripped up let's put it that way (laughs) i I think you need to have a facebook to to, uh a page to just kind of show your progress like look at me now and look at me then and look at where i'm going (laughs) 
and I, you know, <laughs> yeah. that could be a fun journey. You know, I, I don't know, or maybe just uh, kind of shoot it with your phone and maybe document the process as you kind of move along back, yeah. back into the physical transformation of being Phantom again, or or Phantom version two. Right. I don't know. So. Right. So, no, something I think that could be fun. I mean, I'm still in good shape. I did have an opportunity to do some wrestling a few years ago. Um, well, maybe 10 or so years ago. And, but it was in Salt Lake and I just, it was hard <laughs> when you're on, um, a, a huge you know program and a big stage and characters and everything. And then getting into another wrestling ring mm. where, you know, it's, it's just different. And I thought, I just can't come and, Go backwards in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could, you know, no, no. I will. Okay, I I, I get that. I, I, that that makes sense because I, I think I, with the exception of uh, Erica Porter, who you out there listening with Noah's Jungle Girl, with the exception of her, I don't think it was an easy trend, and it probably wasn't easy for her either. But I don't think the transition right. for those that attempted that, because I know that a few others tried, it just didn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a fruitful transition, and and largely because right, a lot of you, you guys, just basically did the the whole deal in reverse. It, it would be yep. like if somebody told me tomorrow, we're gonna sign you to the NBA. And then I and I play there for a year, and then I go back down to like college <laughs> basketball. It's it, it wouldn't. Or I'm playing yes, on the street. That's exactly. <laughs> that's pretty much it. And um, you know, it's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna teach you how to play basketball. <laughs> but you know, now um, give you this big stage to play it on. But. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that's or, or a better example, you know, for those that really because. Basketball is like a, a long-term thing, even though football is too. Of course. But uh, <laughs> signing somebody to WOW, in, in my view, was was very much the equivalent of, I'm going to take this guy who is physically fit but never play a day of football, and I'm, and I'm <laughs> going to stick him in the NFL and not only put him in the NFL, I'm going to put him in NFL <laughs> three months before the Super Bowl. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we. Yeah, was pretty much a thrown in in the ring. I have to tell you that when I, the when I the first day I got in, and of course I always I started calling it rehearsal until people started laughing at me. Mm. <laughs> I'm rehearsing. It's not rehearsal. It's not a rent. <laughs> I know. But anyway, when we were um, practicing and training. I mean, I remember stepping into the ring, and of course, everyone had started their training. They had already started training, and so I just showed up that next Monday, and they told me, okay, this is what you do, and I'm like, I'm going, huh? I mean, I had no idea. I just had to do a back flop, and I'm like going, um, I mean, it scared me to death, but I was thrown into it absolutely literally thrown into the training and the fact that I stayed that whole week you know said that hey I want to do this I came home with bruises my I used to see some of my hip and my hip bruises learning to throw myself off the ropes and 
and I, I got I got knocked out uh, wow. <laughs> in a training session. Unfortunately, my daughter was there. My nine year old daughter was there when I I did, and um, <clears throat> she was you know she was terrified. Of course, I was what knocked out for maybe five five or six seconds. I just kind of lost you know. But in all of that, I felt safer in the, in the wrestling ring than I did on the L.A. freeway. Because <laughs> I, 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 I knew you. what to expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, oh. it's, it's a funny thing about wrestling because it, it's, it's always referred to as uh, fake or this, that, and the other until you actually step into the oh. ring. Then, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, you, you, you go. And I know I, I, I was... You know, when you get, <clears throat> yeah, the bruised, I, I know that was another thing that, you know, my husband would see me come back and I, oh, my, my arms would just ache and I'd get, you know, I'd have to go to the chiropractor and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's quite brutal. It, it is very brutal, but it's, it's very, I just loved it. I don't know why. I just, I mean, I just did. <laughs> I loved every aspect of it well, and I was see. very into it. I was and you know, and you sound like you did love, but I, I just think that the the love was taught in reverse. If if you only yeah. did it the other way around, like if you had started at the independent level and then got while following that, then it probably would have been a different issue. Uh, you know, because oh, I, yeah. I, I see people now, you know, and because I'm I, I interview and uh, go video do video for you know these ladies uh, currently. And I mean, I've seen the posts, I've heard the conversations, I've heard the complaints. Like, oh man, you know, I'm hurting, you know, not making any money and this, that, and the other. I mean, it's it's a lot that goes on. And you have to love it. You, you, there, there is no mistaking that. You have to love it in order for you to even remotely be able to hang in there for any length of time. Uh, um. And some no, make it, and some yeah. don't. But you know, it's, it's, it's just a it's a rough, rough gig. I think I was just on an adrenaline rush through the whole thing too. So, and I had a lot of um, ideas of how I wanted I wanted this I wanted my career to soar um, as a musician and as a just a performer, you know, with think, hoping that the wrestling would do that for me. But Were you conflicted with it at all? With the well, conflicted with what the well, okay, you were one of your your music career, and and clearly you saw wow as as a potential platform for that. But right. at the same time, it is wrestling, and and yeah. especially at yeah. that stage of it, it, it wasn't really taken all that seriously. You, you could argue today yeah, that it right. might be a different story because you got the biggest movie star in the world. Who came from a wrestling background, so he's kind of smoothed that that out. Right. But, but mm-hmm. at the time, oh yeah, at the time that you were involved in it, that didn't exist. And yeah, no, you, and, you and really, I wasn't of thinking of tossed on you. And I wasn't really um, thinking of TV bound. I was thinking that um, I could, I could, um, people could see me with my music. And and I could actually get gigs, and people would want to come hear me perform. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was an, and because TV is such a good platform to get people to 
to know who you are. And, and you know, musicians, the only way you really make money is having people know what the, your name. And so that's where I was hoping to get a, a bigger name for myself. But it didn't really work out that way. But you know what? I still had my music career. And and I was, I think people around me and my the, my musician friends were more concerned about it than I was. They were like, well, you don't want, why do you want to be known as a wrestler? You're a violinist. And I'm like, um, I don't, I, I, see, I wasn't, I didn't see the conflict. My husband did. Pe- musician friends that were, uh, uh, that felt like it was doing music a bad service or, you know, violin, you know, a bad service or giving it a bad rep. And I'm like, no, no, this is what we need. You know, we need it to <clears throat> come into this world there's not one way to do things. And I was somebody that wanted to do things different. <laughs> yeah, that's, so. that's great. I, 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 I certainly I could see your point of view in that. Well, first <laughs> off, you going at that route, you probably really didn't have anything to lose. I would imagine worst case scenario. Right. Okay, I, I'm, I'm just on TV and I'm, and I'm playing the violin and nobody knows that I'm playing the violin, but, you know that's that, right. That's, that's, probably the, <laughs> that's probably the worst case scenario in in that thing. So yeah. you know, I guess you really yeah. had nothing to lose. Uh, I was listening to uh, some of the uh, di- I don't know if I would call it dialogue, but some of the dialogue of the shows when I was going back and doing the research, and and I, I have to ask, you know, it was it was a pretty pun and gimmick related jokes all through <laughs> the uh, the. Uh, them talking like if Wendy Wills was saying something you know it, it had to be all car and engine stuff I'll get your motor running and right you know I'll yeah. uh-huh. slam the brakes on you and this is this that and the other who wrote this stuff <laughs> you know I you know they had a couple of different writers um I can't even remember who they were but yeah no I I was always I never, I, I was the mystery, and so I never officially got to speak, except for what I was, you know, yelling on the, so what I did, I actually did my own, I mean, I just was out there performing and just acting and be, well, just being who was, what was happening. No one gave me a line, I because I didn't speak into the camera, or I didn't um, speak into a mic for anything, but um yeah, no, I, 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 I thought it was always. I just wish people would have been more real in their character, but you know, they, you know, they were what they were. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty I, real. I, it's my character because I was who I was. I mean, <laughs> what I, you saw out there was me. <laughs> I understood the the uh, logic behind why they did it, and just. Is just you know some some of that that material doesn't age well. Let, let's put it that way. It's, it probably was good yeah, at the no. time, but then you go back and you look at it fifteen years later. And I'm not talking about the matches or you know the interview. I'm just talking about the, the yeah, no, the just, dialogue just, itself. I know what you're talking about. Yep, yep, it's the like, dialogue and like, yeah, yeah this, no, it's like this is no. not good. <laughs> just, just, just. The stuff that they had him say. So I think you got yourself around that. I was like, I oh, don't, don't need. Yes, a I did. I was lucky. <laughs> y- yes, you were. I could still be the mysterious person who was Phantom. 
That's, now, give me the the other point of this pitch because you had a you, you walked in, you had a creative outlet, you knew what you wanted to do. Uh, clearly, you said David gave you the name, but everything else sounds like it came out of you. Um, yeah. When I look at that, uh, the episodes that I saw you in, I want to say there may have been I don't know two other bad girls at the time was there ever any pitch to you that okay this is what phantom is supposed to be she's going to be a top heel girl or we're going to position her to go after the title or or, or, or anything of that nature did, did that conversation ever occur no they were because i they were still uh talking about i know that um Jungle Girl and um, Roxy. Uh, it was I, the title was being you know positioned uh, el- elsewhere, and they were. I think they were still trying to figure out what to do with me. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you so, know what I mean. So even though you to, had to a strong out, character, they didn't really know like, okay, what can we do with her? Well, I mean, just you know, creating the. Um, I think they were a little. I think it was, I was just so uniquely different. I was, um, well, the fact that I was being, you know, flown back and forth, <laughs> that was a, a big thing. Um, I wasn't there. I know that they had a lot of training sessions that I was never there because I wasn't there on weekends. Okay. And, um, <clears throat> you know, different things that they did, but... I do have to say that I was very prepared. I was, I, I remember um, running the uh, forum of the top, you know, I'd run laps around waiting for people to get there. So, and I'd um, be practicing all the time. I just, I was just very, very focused. I, I, I just worked all the time that I was there. I wasn't, there was no downtime. I, I know a lot of the girls, you know, they had their downtime. They'd go out and they'd have fun. And nope, not me. I had to go get my rest, and you know, so I had to get up and and train for the next day. You know, because I had to stay in shape. But it was my character, and so it was a very serious uh, time for me, <laughs> my life. Well, and uh, I was kind of, you know, so, uh, uh, and it was a, a, you know, very conflicting in in my family and. Not so much a violinist and a wrestler, but just the just where I was at the time and how I had this family back here in Utah and how I was leading them and um, that was that was tough. That was tough. That was the most conflict, all the conflict that I was facing. Well, I was going to say that um, given what you you spoke about earlier, your family and uh, I guess the the age differential between yourself and the girls at the time, you. You probably mentally, I mean, not just being focused, because, you know, being an accomplished musician and bodybuilder, doing either one of those things individually requires focus. You know, you, you can't allow for a lot of distraction when, you, when you're trying to be good at either one of those things, much less both. So, I mean, right. <laughs> when I consider the violin playing and bodybuilding and, you, you know, you're married, you got kids and family, uh I would imagine that for the most part, mentally speaking, you were in a much different place than a lot of the girls that were there. Um, 
Yeah, that's true. And I really was. Yeah. And oh, you know what? You have to find. Did you ever see on YouTube? I, I've I've seen it there. It's you got to look up the Survivor video that I did. Oh, I did because they they my family wanted wanted me to um, try to get on Survivor back then, and so I did a video that I sent in. Okay. And and it's I, I, that's on YouTube and it's it is, it's pretty cute because it shows it, of course it shows a little bit of my family it's, it's a lot bigger now but but you know it talked about my violin my bodybuilding it had little all these um, images of it so and just different things that and I'm just narrating it throughout and it it kind of tells you a lot about myself and who I am and um, yeah it was kind of a fun little thing just look up survivor um lynette threadgold survivor um video but it's kind of a fun little video to pull up well, well since now we're talking about it here can, can we put the link in the uh, comment <laughs> section of this particular interview so that anybody that's listening that may want to check it out uh can do it also uh yeah i'm not sure yeah we you can i'm sure you could I'm not sure the exact link. I mean, oh, no, literally. No. Once I've I got, find it, I, yeah. I will. I will pay to put the link down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I will get it and I will yeah, put it there so, because I'm sure that your fans of yours that will want to see it. Let you know. Let them take a look at your survivor video. So you know, let, let's do that. Yeah. That's it's kind of a fun video, and it's when I had black hair or dark hair. I I change the color of my hair all the time. <laughs> I just happened to be blonde at the time, but it was I'm blonde again, so I hey, look a lot like okay. I did. I'm I'm still blonde right now, and I think I'll keep that for a while. But I my I had dark hair in the Survivor video, and so right, you're gonna take anyway. an updated picture for 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 your fan base out there. Yeah, I better start taking pictures, <laughs> especially as, as I start. Um, training and getting back into the 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 shape that I was in. Okay. I, like I said, I'm not. It's not like I'm out of shape, but, but that but not where you want to be is hard to. See. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, I've, I've I've been. I took a. I I have had a six year hiatus, so. Um, well, I think I did pretty well in staying in shape, <clears throat> but yeah. Very good. Still going to get back to the gym and the shape I was now who knows maybe they'll go into wrestling again <laughs> well if you do I need you to provide me that information I and mean, I need the women's processing network to be aware that uh you have okay. stepped out and in, into a wrestling ring somewhere anywhere okay you know I, 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 all I, right I'll do that I, I want to hear that you know then we can get you down to Atlanta to have a match okay <laughs> That'd be awesome. That that'd be fun. Oh, I don't know if my my body can handle that. I'd have to start thinking about that. <laughs> well, you know what? I I think uh, you know wrestling is a dance. It requires two people. If I had my say of it, yep. and you step back into the ring, it gets you in there with the most talented person I I can think of, and it, yep. it'd be magic. <laughs> you know? No, I think so too. I think so. I think it would absolutely be magic. And and you gotta give uh, credit to to the wrestling now. I mean, yeah, it's not the Great Western Forum or you know something like that, 
but you got a lot of people. That's right. You got a lot of energetic fans, and and you know, even in some of those smaller buildings, they they produce a lot of energy. I think I think you would love it. I think so too. Uh, yeah. No, well, I was I I was just really pleased that that you wanted to interview me, and it's been very very fun. I, I, I'm glad that you're having a good time with that. Or should I say Phantom? Uh, Phantom. Okay. <laughs> you can call me either one. <laughs> See, even now you still get a giggle off of, of being called that. I do. I do. See, I can't even yeah. see you, and you sound like you're smiling. So that's good. That's that's a perk for me. Oh, I'm <laughs> smiling. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm smiling. I'm, I'm happy that you oh. are. Uh, yeah. But speaking no, of the good. forum, where where yeah. most of the the matches of WoW took place, now and this is probably a, an office question, but uh, as far as you know, when you started when they when WoW started running, I mean I, I'm pretty sure you weren't aware of the, the marketing campaign to get people in there, but was this right. just uh, hey come out and see this show and you know admissions free. Or what? Or did you guys feel a pressure to actually draw fans into the building? Oh, we there was a, a lot of pressure to bring in fans. There was. Um, we, I mean, you know, but there, it was trying to sell tickets and then giving them away. You know, just just bring in as many people as you could because, I mean, that was a big thing. It was hard for me because I didn't live there. And that could have been a lot of it too, because I mean, my my girls came to my matches, my husband and my two girls, and they always made a fat sign that they turn upside down because mom and wow, ah. <laughs> they just got a, they got a kick out of it. They made a cute. They've always they always made a really really cute sign about it, and then they would always get a kick out of the fact that. Sometimes people behind them say, she's really good. She really looks like she's playing the violin. <laughs> she and, playing the violin. And my daughters would turn around and say, she is playing the violin. They were, they were very proud of me. They were. I know they missed their mom, but they, it was, they, were, they were proud, and they got to talk about it in school. And now my grandkids like to show off to all their, their kids. I mean, they always, they're... Uh, Peers because they get to there's matches on TV so oh, I mean yeah. on the on YouTube so they just they just say oh look this is my grandma and they they because most kids they'll say anything and they go yeah yeah right and then they pull up their phone and there I am <laughs> and there you are flexing oh, on, on YouTube yep there I am. <laughs> I'm not even sure how they take that because you know he he got your grandmother flexing on YouTube in a skimpy tight black outfit. I mean that that I'm not sure how kids would take that at at the time. And then beating up on people that that also. So you know that there's an influx of information coming. You know, playing the violin, beating up on people, having having a a attractive look. I mean that that's a lot of different information coming at one time. Yeah, it is. It, it is, but I they're they're they grew up with their grandma. Ah. <laughs> they know me, so I don't think it really meant. Well, meant I'm talking to about, me. I mean, I'm talking I don't about think the friends. 
I'm talking about the yeah, the, the, the friends that they showed this. Oh, to. I see. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> of my grandkids. That, that never crossed your mind. Oh, yeah, was, no, not your grandkids. No, it didn't. See, I, I'm just the I'm friends just that they say, to... "Hey, look, here's my grandmother. Take a look at this video." <laughs> so, oh, so yeah. Not, okay, so I get it. it. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm kind of um, naive in a, in, a, in a lot of ways. I'm just kind of a pure, you oh. get what you, you, I am what I am. And you, you know, and I think everybody else is too. So, ah, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the person I, I am. I'm sorry so. to, uh, you know, add that, that caveat to No, those. no, I don't care. Okay. I don't care. I, I mean, people say what they want to say about me. They've oh, always no, said it. No, they, I, some I'm people sure. think that it's weird and I just don't care. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure none of them thought it was weird. I'm just. I'm just pretty sure they're like, "That's your grandmother." Are you sure? You know, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure shock came into that at some point. You know, because when you say grandmother, you, you already you immediately have a certain idea of of okay, grandma. Of what yeah, that yeah. looks like exactly. Yeah, so absolutely. so when you pull up a video and you you seeing you know this this woman of. Uh, amazing physical stature on on screen and, and they're pointing to her and they're saying that one that's grandma. my grandmother you know, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm picturing a, a certain amount of shock from you know whoever's on the receiving end of that information yeah i'm i i get that now that okay. that makes that makes sense that's right so there <laughs> there i am to lay all of this out uh who put the matches together for you guys? I'm going to guess that is either Selena or or Thug, but you know. Yes, they um, they did. We and we we did it together it, because they played. I mean, they played on our talents and 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 of course that was one thing that that I was the methodical and the smart one, and they wanted me to be the smart one. That's why I was uh, would always go after the legs and break them down, and so <clears throat> that was one thing that they had kind of planned for me that I was methodical and smart and a mystery. And so that's kind of how I played into that role. But yeah, we would do it together. All right. So, so before you walked out, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say choreograph, but the match was pretty much laid out for you for, from start to finish. Okay. When you guys go out there, you're going to do this, 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 this. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but um, the just the art of performing, nothing ever <clears throat> goes the way you think. And I think that the more I would have um, been involved in wrestling, and especially seen matches, I would have I would have just taken so much more time. And I feel like I took a lot of time. But when you look back and you think, oh wow, I could have. It's just part of the learning process of of expanding everything and um because we were kind of babies right then <laughs> and you you learn that you learn to really um just like in any kind of performance you look back and then you um say okay i could have done that more i could have expanded and and taken more time and played with the audience more and i always thought i was but not it didn't show it as much as i thought 
Well, sometimes that's that was the that's also some of the editing of the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and say Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have to say that when I first saw my first match, I was in Hawaii and I was uh, I got so upset. <laughs> I Why? got so upset. Why were you upset? Well because I mean well, because everything was edited out. I remember things, and I'm like, "Oh no!" But then I realized, "No, this is this is what they 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 get to do. They get to show it the way they want to." And and you know, you got used to it. And of course, they edited out my performance all the way down to the ring. And afterward, they didn't show me, you know, playing, and that was kind of fun. Um, but that was once again, it was their prerogative to do what they wanted in the and the live they saw it in the live audience you know they got to see it all so well, i just wish i had my little uh, iphone that i could have my daughter's taped it all you know <laughs> <laughs> nowadays you can do that uh, yeah i was gonna say i was thinking i said did the iphone exist then i don't think so <laughs> no no yeah. that's what i mean it's like now you could have done that you didn't have that back then oh yeah you yeah. just sat there and taped it yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Well, but you know, now it, that's funny that you bring that up because, uh, you know, I, go, again, going back and, and doing the research on on all you individually as I do these interviews, uh, I, I do find a common thread of the show is that the matches are, generally speaking, consistently short. They're they're about five to six minutes, maybe seven. They they, they don't really go much longer than that. Now, are you telling me that? Your matches were actually longer. They just pulled stuff out. Um, yeah, I our, I know that my matches were some of the longest ones. Yes, they are. I do know that. And um, and uh, they didn't. You know, they did a lot. Uh, they mostly edited. They edited some, but um, they kept a lot of my in, mine in. Um. I know that they edited so much of others, but you know I like to think that they didn't want to leave anything of mine out. <laughs> but I was more upset with what they took out musically. Okay. But like I said, I'm the musician there. I'm I'm in a wrestling match. I'm not. It's not a violin show. It's not a you know. <laughs> and but I'm coming as a violinist, as a performer, thinking that, thinking no, I wanted to hear that. <laughs> but so. That's why they were editing all that out. <laughs> well, no, I mean, and again, yeah, I get it. And and it's good that you understand it, too. Hey, it's their show. They got final say over yeah. the product. And if they don't want it there, they don't want it yeah. there. And that's fine. That's right. You know, so that's right. no, no worries and, on and that. And I like watching now. I definitely like, like watching my matches. And, but, and but I will fun. go back a, a step to something you said a little bit earlier, to, to where it's like, you know, if you – Kind of the old saying, if I knew then what I know now, I would do things a little different. I would, you know, you said I'd play to the audience more or I'd do this or whatever the case would be. I, I, I will say, and I've said it to most of, of the uh, ladies, that I believe that it had it gone a little longer to where, you know, some of y'all have gotten the, the, the flow of it down. Uh, the matches would, right. would have began to evolve and turn a little bit differently because, you know, and, and we'll get into this in a moment once we review the match itself. Uh, there are points of like, why does he turn away from her and start drawing with the crowd? You know, I, I, 
I was yes. <laughs> to see that a lot. Like that, like that didn't make any sense. Like if I'm in a competitive environment, I don't want to start doing that. I need to focus. But you know, that that was yeah. just me. Yeah, that's well. It's just it was just the whole. You know, we're thrown in a situation. It was our first oh, live. Yeah. I mean, this was it. Yeah. <laughs> we were. You know, there's nothing like live <clears throat> matches and knowing that. You know. We're we're thrown into something, and it takes time to develop into a a real character, and and none of us really had that time. Absolutely. So, and, and speaking so. of the time that you you had as as Phantom, about by mm-hmm. the time they rolled around, I I, I guess. Like I said, I, if I remember correctly, it was out of 22 or 23 episodes that aired. Uh, but by the time they got to the pay-per-view, uh, you, you were already gone by that point. Now, right. when that happened, did you just completely remove yourself from WoW, like mind, body, and soul? Or did you were you actually, okay, I'm going to watch this week to week, or let me order this pay-per-view and see how they did? Or, you know, did, did you even see it? today i mean you know here we are some 17 years later have you ever watched it yeah i've watched some of the their matches yes but no i pretty much um it was kind of a hard uh ending and so i i kind of removed myself totally pretty much um from wow um because it wasn't the best of separations um so, well, you know, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll get off into that in, in a bit. I mean, I, I knew it, it, it seemed abrupt. Well, I'll put it that way. I, I'm not going to say that I knew. It was yes, bad, it was very. It, it, it was abrupt. very abrupt. I'm not. I'm not sure how much I should actually get into it, but I, we've been talking for like an hour and a half, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> I, 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 are you surprised? Have have you not I'm seen very, the well, No, before? I'm not surprised. <laughs> but I'm I'm getting tired. I'm like I, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. you know, it's my bedtime. I'd love to do more. <laughs> I'd love to do you know, more, but it's like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to, you know, tank my oh. mind and my body and soul. <laughs> well then, then let me so. roll you through. Let, let, let me let me get this thing done, you know that I go as long as the interviewee is is willing to do. Typically, I mean, <laughs> yeah. mo- most of y'all get on saying, "Hey, I only want to do thirty minutes," and then they will wind up doing two hours. They just don't realize that the time has gone that fat, that far. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. Let, let, let's let's move ahead, you know, because I, I want to get these uh, important questions in while I have you, because uh, <clears throat> some of the stuff you have no no. Uh, recollection of because you weren't there you, you don't know why that the, the show ended and wild wild closed down and all that stuff you you you, you were long gone by this point correct right correct uh, okay i mean uh, i could speculate but that's only my speculation <laughs> well i, I, I was in the midst, midst of it and i'm not going to say anything bad about wow because no 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 no, no great no, opportunity no, for me you know no i loved it we're, so. we're not here to bash it or, or you know, good, say anything good. bad or anything like that. Uh, I mean, I've speculated. I, I've given my, my uh, I don't, I guess I'm going to call it educated guess, you know, and, but I've done that based on the interviews that have, 
that I have done and taken place and what I've read thus far. Uh, I, I think it's a combination of things. I mean, the Reader's Digest version is it served too many masters, probably put that pay-per-view on, you know, well ahead of developing a strong enough fan base to support it sounded like everything was kind of banking on that thing needing to be a success that that's my personal guess uh but the only person that can really say that for certain at this point is either david mclean or probably genie bus so maybe when i score one of those interviews um yeah, now that would be something to listen to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Jeannie Buss, if you're out there listening, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, no, it was, um, it was a tough um, ending. I, I didn't want to leave. Um, it was the best, I mean, my family was pretty much falling apart, <laughs> and it was, it was best that I, um, stayed here. Okay. So. But, um, and you know, the, we were getting into two, I mean, I was, I was disturbed by a lot of, I'm just such a go getter, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I run my own show and, and I'm used to that. And so <laughs> I really had to learn the hard way that you just, this is not your show. You have to just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because yes. I'm I'm kind of a producer myself, and um, you just have to learn when you keep your mouth shut and when you don't. <laughs> and I learned the hard way, uh, mostly. Did, I did think. You, did so. you not know that at the time? Uh, I mean, hindsight being twenty twenty, are you saying that you you basically butted heads? Well, uh, yeah, I bet. But if I had kept my mouth shut about my whole um, violin thing and let them do whatever they wanted me to do and, and you know, not played my violin live. You know, I think I would have been a different character, but I would have lasted longer. Mm-hmm. I would have lasted to the end. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, um, but I think, I don't, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm also speculating because I was let go. Okay. And I was I'm I was also speculating why and I'm I look back in hindsight they just probably didn't want to deal with me anymore. Well, okay. Even though I you know I came I came to the table very well prepared and very well you know and I got along with everyone it's just that I you know I just needed to know when it wasn't my place. Um and that was way in the earlier stages, I was fine. I mean, I was doing that when I felt like we were in it together, but it just kind of took its toll in the later stages when I was actually performing and they were worried about my violin and they were worried about this. And, and I was trying to say, no, you don't need to worry about this. This is what I want to do. And that just kind of conflicts with a lot of things that were going on because I know I did my part well I know I I, I know as a, I was a great wrestler and I would have continued to learn and be a great wrestler and I got along with girls um, you know so it, it was it just was what it was and you learn um, the hard way sometimes yeah. so bottom line that's what happened to Phantom okay so yeah so <laughs> We'll we'll strike that as a a conflict of of creative interests between the two parties. Is is that a, a fair? Yeah, enough? 
pretty much. It's fair, pretty fair. It's conflict of interest. So, <laughs> so officially speaking, if we remove the uh, the the training and all that stuff that that took place off screen and and matches that may have happened while the cameras weren't rolling or whatever the case would be, officially speaking, Phantom has two matches in the WoW yep. mythology. Yes, two matches. Which is yes, I do. Phantom versus Windy Wheels, where Phantom yep. wins. I, I uh-huh. don't remember how he did. I think and, you, you uh, tapped. Yeah, you tapped her out with a, a Scorpion Deathlock, and then uh, Phantom yep. versus Summer, which is one half of the Peach uh, Peach, one half of the Beach Patrol. Easy for me to say, and you win with the yep. uh, with the submission also. But uh, this is, I, I guess, this is the only way that they could kind of work you out of the show. And for those that don't do it, I'm going to do a quick recap. This at, at the end of the match, Phantom locks in the, the uh, Scorpion Devlock, refuses to let go. Uh, Summer's partner Sandy comes in for the save, gives a drop kick. For some unknown reason, she turns around and starts talking with the fans, and then Phantom <laughs> takes her down and locks her into a Devlock. Uh, Summer's go. She rolls to the outside, and for some reason, she's not helping. It's like she has some invisible barrier in front yep. of her. I, just, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, that, that is the one part of that match. It's like, what? why is this happening? Why didn't she yeah, get back yeah, in there? That's right. You know, yeah. she, she should have been on the knee, holding her knee or something. At least it looked like I can't get in. But uh, so the third person comes down. <laughs> Wendy Wills comes in for the save. Nails Phantom with the, the blowout face plant. Uh, that is the yep. second and the final match with Phantom on it. And following yep. that... Because it... I broke my jaw. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he, he leveled me. I broke my jaw. I'm out. <laughs> I never recovered. <laughs> I, yeah. And, and that was awesome. it, it seems like they went out of their way <laughs> to explain that. <laughs> it's like we, we have to explain yeah. it out. So, so you were yep. literally written off of TV past that point. Yep. Wendy yep. Wills broke your jaw. And now, was that a, the one thing I had to ask about that? It's like, now, was this an active choice? We already determined as, hey, look, we're going to part ways. Can you do business on the way out and, you know, let her do this? And no, no. Or, okay, so they no. they just took the match. And no, I out. thought I was, yeah, they, no, they, they pretty much, yeah. Inserted. I, I thought I was, I didn't even know I had, I didn't even know what was on the script until after I saw it in TV. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, no, it was, I mean, I, it, I knew that, you know, they, they called me when I came home and I, I was told not to come back, but, um, and I, you know, it, it was kind of a awkward conversation, but, um, you know, I just, it didn't make any sense to me, but looking back in the whole situation, I realized, you know, bottom line, creative differences. They just didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> I'm kind of a strong person, <laughs> kind of a strong personality, which made I made it fun to be Phantom, and I loved it. Um, so. Wow. Well, I, I guess that, that fills in the blank of why, why we never saw Phantom again. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That kind of fills in the blank. Yeah, so maybe if Phantom had, Phantom had, had been a little bit of a different person, um, 
I might have been around for a little bit while, of well, a while. Well, you know? Phantom and had to be Phantom. You, you, Phantom had to but be that's Phantom. But that's, yeah, that's who I was. This was I was truly Phantom. <laughs> well, that's, so. uh, it, it is a... Uh, uh, not the most graceful ending, but an ending nonetheless. Uh, and sorry, yeah, sorry yeah. that happened. And, and yeah, I mean, I know most of us at the time watching that particular episode didn't catch the fact that it was a write-off of television. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it yeah. looked and sounded like the segment was just added in, just like hey, to to justify that we don't yeah. we don't have her any longer. Yeah, and I don't even know that even during that time they do. It was. I, I, I'm. I'm still kind of confused with the whole thing, but it was what it was, and <laughs> and um, but you know, I look back with fond, wonderful memories of being Phantom. Well, uh, I, I guess the the natural thing is: Did you ever consider, or were you ever contacted to go back? Uh, no. I was never contacted to go back. So I guess that I was contacted by. Yep. Uh huh. I was contacted about with. I'm not sure if people were concerned when. Um. Well, actually, if they were concerned about my age, I mean, I because I, I was out of L.A. I mean, I, I mean, I was here, and they didn't really see me in doing anything. I, I had done. I was contacted about a lot of of shows to do, um, oh, just different game shows and things like that, and I just, I just said no, <laughs> no, I, it was not about just to be on TV, you know, that's not who I was. I, I said no, um, uh, but <clears throat> you know, they other producers and other people contacted me for different things, but nothing ever quite worked. I would have loved to, to have been on Survivor, but I did not get hired. I did not get on that. Okay. I didn't make that, but that would have been the one thing that I would have done. Um, but the other things that I was, <clears throat> that they asked me to do or different um, producers asked me, I, I did I just said no. It just wasn't where I was. And, you know, I was busy doing my show and doing my, um, you know, my music. So, Well, I'm sorry that didn't work out and that uh, none of those things could meet the aspirations that you might have had. Uh, and I guess, again, you, you pretty much answered the question. You said you weren't contacted, so I'm going to assume that you didn't uh, contact them uh, mm -hmm. when, when WoW re revived and, and all that stuff. Or, or No. Uh, and you know what? I really didn't even know the timeline of when they did revive, because I was doing my own thing and so out of it at the oh, time. Yeah. It, it, was it a, it a couple of years later? Yeah, uh, it just wasn't. It was um, so far, far even, removed from it by that time. I think they, they revived around yeah. 2012. And then the stuff that they shot in 2012 didn't air to like two years later. So... It, it it probably yeah. wouldn't have been the best thing for for you. I mean, again. It, well, that's right. That's right. When my husband was sick too. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I say. It probably wouldn't have been the best yeah. thing for you because I know a lot of people who came into it at the time, and I just had this this conversation uh, last week. 
Uh, almost all of the new girls that were there have all moved on to something else. I mean, that because life happened, and, you know, they they couldn't yeah, sit around. Right. They could, they just couldn't wait. And that's that again, not a knock on Wow, but they were trying to sell that show in a market that wasn't looking for pro wrestling, and it just yeah, what can you do? That's so, right. That's right. Yeah, it is. So we but. close on uh, you coming around and. Uh, stepping away from WoW, but enjoying life in general and getting back into physical condition that you were in and uh, got new things on the horizon. Anything else that you would like to share as far as uh, on the outlooks for Phantom or Lynette? Uh, well, um, no, I, I see my, just because my life has changed so much um, this last year and I see a whole future it's like i have a whole new beginning i i it's just me i'm i only get to take care of me for the first time in my whole life (laughs) and um and so i have my whole world ahead of me so i've got so i'm doing a lot of thinking and i might be traveling and um you know i'm gonna have you know my violin is always i'm always playing and i i i'm gonna get back into the gym and getting you know, into the best shape of my life again. And I'm not, because that's who I am. And I just look forward to the future because I'm not sure. I'm just kind of in a spot where I, I get to do anything I want. And I plan on having a great future. So it's a perfect time for this interview because it is like a whole new beginning for me right now. Yeah. Then I so, want this interview to stand as the genesis of that new beginning. Okay, uh, I write. <laughs> you know, That's and, perfect. And I want to I want to put certain things in here to just to for you to be, kind of go back to and recap. I want to see Phantom, and I guess you're going to have to spell it a little differently if you ever go out and use that name. I don't know. I want to see Phantom. Yeah. Go into her local uh, wrestling school and get back into the ring. <laughs> that, that's what I All want. right. Well, you want to see that, huh? Well, I, I I, you know what? I I owe it to myself to at least do <clears throat> try it. Go back and say, "Okay, let's cuz I know when I did before, they loved it. They loved having me there. Um, you know, they wanted to learn from me and <clears throat> um because I have a lot to teach them and but it was, you know, it was just not good timing and everything. But now I'd like to see what, you know, what's going on and see what the wrestling world is. Yeah, that, just, you know, just, you know, locally. Don't go into it for any high aspirations. Like, hey, I got to get yeah, the TV. You know, like, see what's going on. <laughs> I just want to let me just step into a ring. You know, let me let me run yeah. with some of these girls and you know let, let let's reproduce. Phantom, I don't know, you spell it with an F or something, I don't know. You know just, just, <laughs> just to avoid the legal ramifications of David McLean. Like, can't use that name. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> well, um, you know, yes. my my website is just is my name, Lynette, Lynette.com. Well, put it and out there. I'm going to, yeah, L-Y-N-N-E-T-T-E dot com, and I'm I'm going updated, and then of course my um, Facebook page is um, my name. I should put. I should make a phantom Facebook page, huh? 
You should. <laughs> or, or at the very yeah. least, let, let's let's say this. Why don't, why don't you put a phantom uh, fan page together, run by yourself, and uh-huh. put up a little, put up a poll, put put up a poll and say, would yeah. you like to see me attempt to do this one more time? Would, would you like one more run in the ring? From Phantom. <laughs> yeah, and, that's and, a good idea. And if I have yeah, any it. ability to document that whatsoever, then I will absolutely do it. I will document okay. that to the best of my ability. I know I'm not in Utah. I can't really put a camera in front of you or nothing like that. But, you know, just to see if you are willing, able, you know, to do that, I think it would be a, a great journey. Yeah. No, that's kind of exciting to think about that. So, yeah, well, see, like I said, my whole world's open to me. I can, I, I've got all these thoughts going around. So, I'll have to think about that. Well, well please do, and uh, if you do, let me know. I, I, I'd love to hear it. I will. And I will. Those, I will let you know. And for those out there listening, if you are. If you haven't seen the matches uh, that we have spoke of, I mean, you know, it's, a, it's an easy view. All you got to do is go put in a Phantom Wild Wrestling. That's Phantom Wild Wrestling, and it'll pull up both matches, Phantom versus Summer and Phantom versus Wendy Wheels. And you can see her in her prime doing what she does, playing the violin, showing her body, wrestling all three skill sets all in one video, ready for you to go. And <laughs> we're going to re- redo the uh, your Facebook with your Facebook is just uh, Lynette, and is that, that uh, my Facebook is Le- yeah Lynette Threadgold, Lynette Oliphant Threadgold. It's just my name, my okay. maiden name, and my married name. But yeah, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just more of my you know my family, and uh, it's just kind of ter- because Facebook the last six years is when when it really exploded is when I was in taking care of everybody okay so it wasn't really about me it was so, about my family so we'll and, say your your website so, then let's let's repeat the website yeah because facebook is a little bit more personal for you so let, let's do the website one more time yeah so uh it's um lynette l-y-n-n-e-t-t-e dot com so it's um yeah make sure you spell it with two n's because the one n is i think goes to a flower shop or something but yeah, you can go in and see my. <laughs> Though I love gardening too. That's a very. It's a great hobby of mine too. But um, yeah, I I have my music and I'm, the music that I've written. It's on there and and soon to be all the shows that I will be doing. Um, it'll be posted there. But yeah, so I'm just. I feel like I'm just getting going again. So. I am happy that you are getting going again, and I, again, I would love to see it. So, uh, please, if you have not gone on and liked uh, our page, and I'm talking to you, the listener out there as well, as well as Lynette, if you haven't gone on to uh, Facebook and liked our page, the Women's Pro Wrestling Network, just type it all out, Women's Pro Wrestling Network, and you will find our page, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of information, a bunch of different people, and all interviews. And there's a couple of videos in there, too. We got uh, the Tales from the Creep with 
and you'd have to listen to that for you to understand what these ladies have to deal with on the internet sometimes but they tell some interesting stories we got the introducing series we got interview clips we got matches all good stuff right there on the uh, Facebook page as well as the uh, YouTube channel Women's Pros Network and if you are Instagram and Twitter just put in WPN Russell WPN Wrestling and you will uh, be able to follow us on those platforms as well so I think that we have covered quite a bit of ground here, Lynette. Uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel great. It was it, it made me feel good talking and telling uh, the story of my wrestling. <laughs> it was because it was a it was a great experience. I am more than happy be- <laughs> to, to to help you out and, and help you share some stories. And if you if you ever feel the urge to share some stories again you you just let me know that the door is open the invitation is set all right sounds great sounds perfect okay so for me and and i guess i will speak for lynette as well and for those of you that's out there listening thank you for tuning in to the podcast the rights and wrongs of pro wrestling and this particular episode another wild face has come in and she shared her story and i'm glad that she was able to do it so you guys can uh, listen to this anytime you want. Just go to the streaming services and you can uh, go check out all the stuff in the archives too. So we got a lot of good stuff in there. So for me and Lynette, I want to say so long, everybody. and We'll catch you on the next go round. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, Feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.